This is Billy Corbin, co-founder of Rack and Tour, director of Cocaine Cowboys, The U, and Magic City Hustle, and you're listening to Lemon City Live. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. Rattle, 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 rattle. Hey, yo, I haven't done that in a minute, bro. Huh? For real? That's been good. I was... I just got flashbacks. Right? Yeah, a little flashback there. I haven't done that in a minute. Um, hey, welcome, everybody. It's Tuesday night. It's the good night. It is time for some evening juice with Lemon City Live. Your boy, Finstradamus today, bro. Still, uh, although I was off, man, this weekend on my Finstradamus. More on that in a second. <laughs> Listen, man, Nostradamus was technically wrong about everything. So yeah, don't worry his, about it. His conversion percentage was not good. I, mean, I think I'm a little higher. I got the a higher fact conversion. that the world still exists will tell you everything you need to know about <laughs> Nostradamus. <laughs> Bro, Nostradamus phony. Finsterdamus bully. Uh, let's uh, go around here. We got the one and only producer Fungus making his like third show in a row because he's missed like a couple. You know that. Remember that used to be a thing. How we used to celebrate his like Iron Man streak. Now he just takes days off yeah. whenever he wants. Then we started doing Friday shows, and that's my Achilles. Ah, <laughs> hey, speaking of, wait, where is it? Oh, damn it! This took too long. <laughs> there it is. Terrible. Terrible sorry, job. sorry. Uh, right. Speaking of Achilles, the one and only, all the way over sports. Facts, facts and facts only. I love it. Um, all right, and uh, as you can see here, we're joined by this good-looking gentleman over here on your lower left-hand screen. That is the one, the only one. Okay. This is probably legit. Uh, not because we're fam, but legit one of the most knowledgeable fans. When it comes to hurricanes, this dude, I ran into, how do I put this? He pulls me over and says, dude, hey, I ran into so-and-so at the mall yesterday. It's crazy. And I'm like, who the hell is that? And he's like, oh, he's a sophomore at such and such high school, but he's already committed <laughs> to the Canes. Like he was telling me about sophomores that had committed to the Canes. And I was like, all right, Wonky's, he's, he's one of those guys on another level. He's a big Canes fan. So he's a big diehard. We'll, uh, we'll definitely be getting into the Canes and, you know, what a disappointment that is. <laughs> but um, but before we get started, before we introduce Wonky here, uh, Wonky, we do something here with every person that joins the show for the first time. I know technically this isn't your first time. You were on the podcast many years ago. You spoke like seven words that show. Um, <laughs> he still uh, has a set of words. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's the streak is going here. But um, but what we do is this is your first time here. What we've been doing is anybody who's their first time in a long time, especially, uh, we do a little a little three questions, okay? So that the people watching that don't know you get to know you a little better, and the people that already know you, you know, get to know you a little better as well. So three questions. You pick one or the other. I don't need context. I don't need you to tell me why. This is just to get to know what kind of person you are, right? Let's do Number it. one. Hold on, let me get my questions here. My questionnaire ready here. All right. Uh, where the hell is it? Okay. Question number one, Biggie or Tupac? Uh, Tupac. Ooh, all right. Solid. Question number two, Xbox, PlayStation, or Nintendo? Oh, PlayStation all the way, man. Ah, okay. PS5. So that's actually, hold on for that one. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's. Judge. Hey, bro. Let's see here. Um, you know what? I'm going to change it up. Let's go. Marino or Wade? Man, that's mm. tough, man. All right. Yeah. yeah. What context? Like, you got to pick one here. Come on. I'm going to say D-Wade. D-Wade. Three championships. All right. Solid, solid, solid. See now? 
Now people know you. You play PlayStation. You like you listen to Tupac, and you know you got a Dwayne Wade jersey on. So that's good, bro. <laughs> Solid. Welcome to the show, my friend. This is uh the Evening News for Lemon City Live episode forty nine. Damn, we're almost at the fifty. Yeah, man. Oof, I love that. <laughs> that's the Duke of Beef Wellington right there. Uh, all right. So on today's show, we're obviously going to talk about the disappointing. Sports weekend for South Florida here. Just battle around. <laughs> just, just top to bottom. <laughs> just top to bottom. When Lewin Diaz making a barehanded catch at a at a meaningless Marlins game in you it know late Jesus September. Sanchez guy. Jesus Sanchez. Sorry, Lewin Diaz hit the walk off. Yeah. When that's like the the best you got, you know, and you had every sport playing and you had all these storylines and everything. That's it's a bad weekend. Um. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna talk that. We got Wangi. We're gonna talk some canes. Uh. But first off, man, a uh, Wangi, you gotta you know have to you can participate if you want. I know this is you just kind of got thrown into this, but we open up every show now with uh, who's got the juice? Who had the weekend juice? Who's your MVP from the sports weekend? And give us who your biggest phony is. Uh, so who wants to go first here? I'll go first. All right. Give me My who's got the juice goes to South Florida native Lamar Jackson, bro. Ooh, finally, finally takes care of those Kansas City Chiefs. Does it in epic fashion. I want to go for it on fourth and one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, coach. Yeah, bro. Oh, that was amazing. That was amazing. I'll be honest. I've fallen in love with that dude this weekend. Oh. Like all over. Like I was... I'm not going to say I was a fringe fan. I was like, I, I, I wanted him to succeed. I love guys that yeah. are different. You know me. I wanted Manziel to succeed when he came in. He just was too weird and too different, you know, and that failed. Yeah. But I want Lamar Jackson to to change the game, and I, I'm seeing it, and I, I'm all in it. And, so, Wonky, I want you to marinate on this, Wonky. There are two starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now that are from South Florida. Lamar Jackson. And uh, and our guy at Denver, what's his name? Somebody help. Teddy me. Bridgewater. And Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater, bro. Both of them did not go to the University of Miami. They both went to Louisville. That's so <laughs> all right. I mean, so that, that before before you give me your your take on that, I just want you to marinate on it. And, and when we get to Canes, just fucking that's yeah. just pouring some lighter yeah. fluid on the fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. All right. So who's your? What do you got for phony? You got a phony for us this weekend? Oh, my phony, man. I think it has to go to Manny Diaz. It's an easy one. It's, yeah. it's, it's an easy one. <laughs> you know? So, all right, Manny Diaz. Yeah, you know, we'll get, we'll go, we'll, we'll do some more Fredo later. Uh, Kelly, yeah. do you want to go next? There's a uh, shirt about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> juice is Derrick Henry, bro, because he had a shitty week one, and yeah. then had to remind everyone, don't forget, bro. I am the, one of the best players in this league, regardless <laughs> of position. Just took a dump on everyone. He's like, all right, guys, sorry. It was, I, it yeah. was week one. Got to get the rust out. And he was back. <laughs> solid, solid. All right. Oh, and obviously the biggest phony is, I guess not from the weekend, but it counts because it happened earlier today. Okay. So ben Simmons, bro. Oh, Ben oh. Simmons. Officially solid. saying he's holding out. Yeah. Ooh, I don't want to get booed. Man. Clown phony. Oh, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> solid, solid, solid. All right. Um, I'm going a little out the box here. Again, I like how we haven't agreed uh, for like the fourth week in a row. We haven't overlapped uh, juice and phonies here. Um, my juice goes to Tyler Junior College quarterback named <laughs> General Booty. 
Okay. <laughs> the son of John David Booty. His name is General Booty. Wait. Was yeah. named John and... David Booty's that old that he has a kid? I, yeah, who's in junior college. College? Yes. All right. Check this out. John uh General Booty, which because apparently the dad, I think John David's dad or his or his uncle, one of those, it's from the oh, Booty family. Okay, okay. Um, I you know, <laughs> don't call me factually unfactual, but it's the Booty fam, okay? John David yeah. Booty was in college when I was in college, and maybe you know what I'm college age, bro. That's <laughs> well, Tyler, Tyler, uh, what's the name? Uh General Booty at Tyler Junior College in Tyler, Texas. Okay, check this out. Homeboy uh was named NJCAA Division One Offensive Player of the Week. Booty was thirty. <laughs> Booty was thirty-eight of fifty-six for five hundred and twenty-eight yards. He's a quarterback, right? And guess how many touchdowns he threw? Twelve. Eight. Eight touchdowns. That's insane, man. Oh my Bro, god! Hold on. A he, he takes that ass, man. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely does. So he threw eight touchdowns uh, passes in a sixty-nine to fifty-seven win over Navarro College in the SWJCFC opener for both teams. Over at Trinity Mother Francis Rose Stadium in Tyler. So there's so many. You know, a school is low level when it has that many words in it. Always. Oh, yeah. If you have three it's, plus words in your name, you're not good. It's a handful. <laughs> it's a handful. But uh, but uh, yeah, uh, General Booty. That guy. He gets my. You get the juice, buddy. Good job. All right. The uh, booty my, juice. The booty juice. <laughs> uh, uh, who's the biggest phony? Let me uh, let me show you who the biggest phony is this guy right here oh. this dude right here is the biggest phony of the weekend because i actually finally did it to him I, I did it to myself you know uh i'm the biggest phony because this guy right here on the screen that you're looking at really believed that the dolphins could put up a fight against the bills so much so that i benched the bills in both my fantasy football leagues okay and had i started the bills in both my fantasy football leagues i would have been two and oh this weekend and not oh and two so I get the biggest phony because I am just a complete subingo for thinking that the Dolphins could put up a fight against the Bills. I'm an idiot. So there you have it. Biggest phony there is is right here. I went 0-2 in fantasy football this weekend because I thought that the Bills, you know, I thought the Dolphins were going to put up a fight. And that just, that was bad. We'll get into it, but that was just bad. And eh, I guess I was really looking. I'm like, who's the biggest phony? And I just kept looking in the mirror and I'm like, nope, it's you. It's you. It's not fair because that's pretty much every week. But I yep. I appreciate that you stepped yeah. up. <laughs> I have you know I have a little level of self awareness here. You know what I mean. So uh, I at times I showcase it. So uh, also hey, big thanks to I forgot we forgot to mention at the beginning here. Um, big thanks to the Five Reasons Sports uh, team for letting us stream mm-hmm. on their YouTube page. I know they just gave us a retweet, so uh, we appreciate all the new viewers popping in and hanging out with us. Uh, stick around, stay a while. It's gonna be a good time. Uh, Juanqui, by the way, we didn't give you any us before. Before we head, before we go forward, I, I remember I shared that list with you guys of the funniest names in college football. Yeah, and General General Booty's number one on that list. <laughs> <laughs> General Booty is an all timer, dude. Such a good one. Oh, uh, parenting. <laughs> <laughs> Who's seen more butts? Yeah, that's the center. Yeah. Um, <laughs> General Booty of the Dolphins here. Uh, all right, Wonky, your guest. I know you didn't prep for this. You know, we 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 knew what we were doing here with this uh, uh, juice and phonies. Is there anybody that comes to mind that you think had the juice for the weekend? Well, I'm, I'm kind of biased, but I'm going to say for juice, Mel Tucker, Michigan State. They came in, beat down the Hurricanes, nothing but transfer <laughs> portal, guys. I did not expect that. 21 points. 
beating my team. It was just bad. Disgusting. And the phony, you know, I got to call them out. Uh, FSU, three weeks ago. <laughs> they were my phony last week. What did they lose this weekend? They're 0-3 for like the first time since 70-something. So. Well, to be fair, I mean, we should be 0-3. I'm just saying, yeah. you know what I mean? We should be 0-3 here, but I guess. But we're not. <laughs> Dude, even if the Canes were 0 and 3, they still don't have wouldn't have losses as bad as all of FSU's losses. Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> you're, you're, it's a bad look for them, but uh <laughs> but yeah. All right. Uh so we got all right, so that was a good round. Good round, good round of uh phonies and uh and uh, and who's got the juice there. Um thanks again for for participating there. I know we put you on the spot there, Wonky, but all right, man. Let's uh let's get to it. Let's you know I know we we, we brought you here to talk Canes, but we're gonna we're gonna open up with the Dolphins though, bro, because it's just it's been a hard watch, bro. Uh, as Finster Thomas, <laughs> I gotta tell you, I didn't expect what happened, uh, and I think my confidence has been shooketh. I think. Uh, I'm hurt, bro. I'm hurt. I'm not going to say I'm hurt, dog. I'm not going to do the Ed Reed thing, you know. I'm just... Oh, regular hurt. I'm just regular, real fan hurt here, man. I'm usually, you know, like last season, uh, I was carrying the Tua flag all season long and everything. I'm mm-hmm. genuinely, like, 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 like concerned, hurt. Like, bro, I don't know what's happening. I, I have no clue, no grasp. This week, we can get beat 35 nothing again, and I'll be like, yeah, that could happen. Or we could... You know, pull it off and have a great win. Where where are we? No, Vegas? No, we're gonna lose. Um <laughs> and it's just it's it's hard times right now, man. You know, last week at this uh, a week ago today, we were doing the show and I was super excited because even though after a shaky win, we were still mm-hmm. gonna be in first place oh, no matter I what. Changed this weekend. My name to I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> All of your faces yeah. telling me I don't know anything. Yep, and yep. I don't know. Wah, wah, wah. I'm not saying you. I knew they were gonna lose 35 yeah. 0, but mm-hmm. I knew they weren't a good team yeah because <laughs> all I the signs were there even in a win <laughs> i give it to you i definitely give it to you uh you're right i'll uh you know take that but i i i had no i couldn't fathom a way that i could be this shook like i just got you know mike tyson haymaker to the face and i'm just dazed right now i don't know what to do two is hurt is he long-term hurt is he is, does this prove like the fragility issues no, that bro, everybody no. says pancake because jesse davis is the slowest man alive bro he looks like he was playing a different football game yeah on the one that tua got hurt the guy was past him before he even got out of his stance and i don't understand how that's even possible that's horrible (laughs) so bad man they should have they should have uh i i I was telling you i tweeted out i was like you know what they should arrest the whole o-line and the coaching staff for like complicit oh. in a, an attempt oh, at homicide. If they two out there again, <laughs> they should literally be charged with a crime. Yeah, right. Because it that was the he's worst. Going to get hurt. Man. That was the worst blocking. There was no. There wasn't blocking. It was. It was. It was so so bad. Like from you know all five positions along the tight ends. Nobody. Nobody. Like he was literally being fed to a a pack of savage dogs. There just you know Rousseau, who we should have drafted instead of that bum Phillips. You know had two sacks. Yeah. You know, the, the, the Bills just ate us up so much. Tua was in yeah. for, what, like, seven plays before, you know, he had he to be parted off? <laughs> oh, my God. Seven plays and, like, six of them he was hit. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was it was a tough watch, man. Um, ugh. Do you blame Tua or do you blame no. the offense? Oh. Yeah. No, I, don't even, I blame the, the O-line. Line, 
No, the front yeah. office. Okay. Because <laughs> the first year they came in and they spent heavy on defense, drafted mm-hmm. defensive players, and the defense is good. So you're like, okay, offense sucks. Maybe they can figure it out. They come into this next season. Oh, we have all the picks and we have all the cash. And what do they yeah. do? Nothing. They did nothing to fix the team. Nothing. It's true. Jalen Waddle is in That's it. He's good, but yeah. you but have he no could time never to play again, and we won't know anything. Like he could just be completely like taken out yeah. of this offense by the defense, and we exactly. won't know anything. Like so that's your first pick, and yeah. then the next pick, who was uh, uh Jalen Phillips uh-huh. doesn't play. Mm-hmm. Javon okay. Holland, your only good rookie so far. You bench him for old ass McCourty. Yep. Eisenberg or whatever Eichenberg is another disaster mm-hmm. on the offensive line. It was a terrible draft. Like Speaking terrible, of terrible draft. Draft. Speaking of drafts. Uh-huh. Yeah, Noah, Noah's inactive. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to say his name. Noah. Big monogamy. Yeah, it's, a, it's an awkward guy like Achilles over there. <laughs> it's not even playing right now. No, it's 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 yeah. really, really trash. So I went on and I was like, okay, this is this is ineptitude. You know, like you said, because I was like, I know Achilles is gonna say. They've been they've had all this time and it's it's so horrendous that we could be out there this far into it after all these picks and all this stuff. And this is what we have to show for it. I knew Achilles was going to come with that. So I was like, you know what? How bad is this? Let me look at just our first round picks in the last few years. Let me see. Are we hitting home runs on these picks? Are we swinging and missing? Because recent memory serves me like, okay, no, we've had a bunch of picks, but they're really not doing well. So I went back. I went back to 2010. Right. And every first round pick that we've had here. Now, this is before the Greer, uh, Chris Greer era, you mm-hmm. know, and including his era. So the uh, 2010 first round pick, Jared Audrick. The Ooh. only thing I remember about Jared Audrick as a Dolphin was he used to do the Pee Wee Herman dance. Uh, when he <laughs> oh, was, yeah. you know, remember, that was the guy. That was legit. Yeah. You know, he'd hit you with a little, you know, the tequila. Any other Jared Audrick? Do you even like, I think he went to Jacksonville after us, and that's it. He faded into Bolivia, right? Um, Mike Pouncey, 2011. That's a good pick. That was a good pick. Solid pick. It was a solid pick, but the problem is no longer here. I know it's been Mm -hmm. 10 years since we drafted him, but it feels like he's been gone longer than he was here. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's a center. They didn't build off of it. They didn't have a good old line. He was good, but they didn't continue to build on that offense. I think he's one of the guys that they got rid of when they decided to tank for Tua. Am I wrong? I think no. I think he's been gone for like no, two or three years. I thought years that now. was Tunsil. Yeah. When they traded away Tunsil and said, "Fuck it, we're done." Well, let's uh, let's <laughs> keep going Tunsil. down this list here. 2012, Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. Woo! You know. Tennessee legend. Oh, that guy! What a hey, bum! He's better than our quarterback right now. Um, oh, you watch your mouth. All right. <laughs> he is. Uh, I played the wrong sound, but it kind of works. <laughs> um. <laughs> Listen, uh, you don't know what you're talking about. All right. So <laughs> let's go. Let's let me let me pull up my list here again. All right. Where was it? 2012. All right. 2013. Deion Jordan. We traded oh, up to like second one. or third pick and so got Deion Jordan and never put him. That's the worst. because he was always in trouble. And then when he was not in trouble, he was awful, right? But you trade, yeah. And then mm-hmm. you, you traded up for trouble. That's awful. Yeah. But uh, Deion Jordan. But let's keep going because I know you said he might be the worst, but. Wait till you see the rest of this list here. Uh, Juana Man, 2014. Mm-hmm. Remember Juwan Juwan James? Yeah. He was, he was solid, yeah. but for a first-round he, pick... He's better than any offensive lineman we have right now. That yeah, that may you be true. I mean? That may be true, but, at the, but the thing is, 
you pick a guy in the first round as an O-line, you got to hit on more of these guys. You know what I'm saying? If it's outside of the top 10, it's like if you could get a full-time starter out of a first-round pick, that's fine. Well, Juwan James, I don't remember what his pick number was. And that my my bad for not including it on my list here. But the thing is, you want cornerstones in the first round. You know what I'm saying? And we weren't picking in the late 20s because we weren't making deep runs into these playoffs. So these guys are, you know, mid-teens to to single-digit early picks here. So again, Jawan James, you wanted something, you you expected something, and he was a decent guy. But you can get a decent guy like that in the third or fourth round if you got good scouting. You know what I'm saying? And you didn't have to waste the first round pick. And that's where it's disappointing. Uh 2015, Devontae Parker. Fine. I, he's a fine. I've, he's fine. I started to come around on him, but we're also talking six years later for a oh, first round receiver. It's it's a it's it's a waste. He's, he's a, really a number He's a number he's an yeah. okay number two. Yeah, but again, yeah. you know what I mean? To me, that's Look, a fail if, pick. If he was uh, Stefan Diggs, he would have caught that fucking ball in the end zone. Yeah, for, exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's he's not a number one. You know? He just isn't. <laughs> yeah. So he, he has number one flashes. You know, he's had plenty of number one games. Yeah, he, he, no, but he he has, just, he's, he's not he's consistently. Fine. He's yeah. not as. Not a few moments. I'm not going to say exactly. plenty. I'll say a few moments. Not but again, bad. for a guy who was a top 10 pick, who you, you, you really had high expectations for, to me, that's a strikeout. That's This is a fail yeah. pick. You know what I mean? Uh, 2016, Laramie Tunsil, you 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 thought you had good. a steal because yeah. he dropped, and then uh, he was the, good. The, you just traded yeah. him. He was yes. good. You traded him, but again, that's good. No, that uh, Laramie Tunsil is what got us our entire defense. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right, I'll give you that. But uh, now the 2017, is a, is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, 2017, Charles Harris. Is that guy still on the oh, team? No chance. No. no basura. Like that guy has like four tackles in his career. <laughs> you know. Uh, 2018 Minka Fitzpatrick, we Trade gave him up away. on him for a year. Trade yeah, him away. He turned mm-hmm. out to probably be right now. Out of all the players that we've listed, he probably might be the highest profile player right yeah. now. You know, and higher profile than any of the guys before him too. Like he's really become like mm-hmm. the next Palomalo over there in, in Pittsburgh, and it's kind of scary. Um, <laughs> 2019 Christian Wilkins, he's I good. Christian bro. Wilkins, he's good. I like him. Yeah. He's but, good, but it's a D tackle. You know, you're not going to see much of him. He does a lot of stuff that goes unseen, drawing double teams, you know, putting pressure in the front to allow the other guys to come in. But that's he's fine. There's been, nothing that says solid. that your first-round draft pick has to be a superstar, I know, you know, I know. in commercials and shit. I know. get it. I get it. But he's again, a huge reason why that defense is good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'll give you that. But, again, I don't know because I don't have the list here. I don't know who we passed up on to get him. I just hope that there wasn't anybody – that could have made a bigger impact right away. There's always something. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here we go. Now we get into 2020 here. Tua, obviously right now, sad. It's a sad moment. I've been the big Tua fan here. I've been carrying the flag. Like I said, mm-hmm. I'm worried. I really, I'm legit. This is the most concerned I've ever been because this Bro. is this is giving the fuel to all the hater fires. You know, the yeah. Achilles over here says he's too fragile. I Everybody else like, who says. I didn't like him before he got here. I don't think he was the best quarterback in that draft and i'm not blaming him for all his problems i know i know he doesn't have the skill set to play behind a shitty offensive line yeah that's true but again (laughs) what i hate is that the tragic turn of events in uh, after sunday is giving fuel to all these other guys that are hating and i just god i just i hope we don't fuck this up (laughs) i'm just saying it's been fucked up. it's scary (laughs) um the second guy we put austin jackson Oh, nightmare. It's, it's nightmare. Like, he can't stay on the field, doesn't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's, like, on, on the field, doesn't know what he's doing. Can't get on the field because he's either getting COVID or getting injured, you know. Uh, the third guy we picked, because we had three in the first round, Noah, your boy from... Big Benogany. Uh, Big Benogany. Yeah, 
I, I tried spelling it. I spelled it completely wrong on my list. Yeah. Um, you could Google that, you know? Well, I was trying to go off memory, and I was like, yeah, I got this. I think I wrote Igbohanami. You've, you've never had it. Huh? You, you're going to get it. You, get, you said you got this, but you've never had it. I can't you even spell it. You never said it right first. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, I was trying to spell Tonga Vailoa the other day. I just wrote T U A. Um, and you got uh, another phony just for that. You got another phony. <laughs> yeah, it's me, bro. Uh, let's see here. What do I got here? And then uh, this year with the Waddle and the Phillips picks, bro. That's a bad mm. track. We had a lot of picks in eleven years in the first round. You know, including well, five in the I last think, two. And I don't we, think you can say. I don't think you can say that Waddle was a bad pick. He hasn't. No, not it's, been bad. He hasn't been bad. He's, he's been the pick. only good player on offense. I'm saying it's the yeah. wrong pick for this specific team. He doesn't help this team because you don't even have two seconds yeah. to throw the ball, and his whole thing is getting behind the defense. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's that's, good. That's my true. problem. My problem initially before we saw how bad this offensive line was, was adding another injury-prone receiver when you have six receivers that are already injury-prone. The we skill was never the problem. We yep. probably could have drafted Sewell or another offensive lineman or whatever at... at but see, uh, uh-huh. but see here, I, and, sorry, not to interrupt you. Go ahead. But Water would have been available where we got where we got uh, Phillips, probably. I don't know. I think I don't know if he would have been available. I know you. We have that nice clip of you saying, "Oh, Waddle, probably <laughs> second round pick." Uh, yeah. Way off. Uh, the no, go, they they I, reached. I didn't want. I didn't. I didn't want. Uh, I didn't want Sewell because drafting Sewell that high would have mm-hmm. admitted that you were wrong with every other offensive line draft pick it that you Doesn't matter. Done. But yeah, if well, that's your number matter. one problem, you have to try and fix it. I know, the but you like, but it's, 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 I get why they didn't draft him. And I wouldn't want him to draft him because I got to believe that you fucking knew what you were doing after so many picks and so many free agencies. Like, the you got to like, you know what you're was doing. was shit last year. The it was bad ass. last year. Why would you not try and fix it? That's stupid. You're like, I don't want to admit that I'm wrong. That's a terrible <laughs> reason. And now your franchise quarterback's hurt because no. you didn't want to, you know, admit that you were wrong, bro. That's terrible reasoning. Yeah, that's true. I don't know what's going on uh, on that Five Reasons YouTube channel, but we're getting, we're getting some comments from fucking Hitler and uh, whatever <laughs> oh, language man, that is. That's it's not like, you know, some really bad, you know. It probably is. I'm assuming yeah. if they have Hitler yeah, in yeah, there. I'm assuming that's probably yeah, so yeah. bad. Yeah, let's let's not put Great those comments. Great job moderating <laughs> YouTube. Really well done. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway look the point is right now the Dolphins situation is a hot mess bro and yeah. I think right now for the first time we've been giving uh, Chris Greer a ton of praise for accumulating mm-hmm. picks for accumulating assets per se it's what they but, did on the, with the defense it's like oh shit completely changed that defense turned into one of the best in the league so we're like alright yeah. give him a chance and this year has been a fucking disaster <laughs> so now the yeah. question is though can we, like, are, are we at the point of no return? Like, how, how doomed do you feel right now with this team? I don't think it's a point of no return because the Dolphins still have a lot of assets and money. They can, you know, eventually, they, they do. They can fix their mistake, but they have to get it right. Too late. Like, at a, it's not too late, dude. You're not, not going to change late. an entire offensive line in, in once the season has started, dude. <laughs> dude, you, we've seen teams go from worst to first, literally, in, yeah. in, you know, in a season. Like, well, by, but, by bringing in all new players? Well, for example, or them players. just it's, figuring it out. This like team is five new this players, offense, bro. Dude, this offensive line is not going to figure it out, ever. 
They, they oh, didn't no. figure it out last year, and they somehow got worse. But that, that's the thing. They've never had this offensive line for years now has never had enough cohesion and or time playing with each other to be able to figure it out. Why? Because guys get hurt or guys just really suck and they have to ship them out. There's never been like a core set of guys that play with, play with each other long enough to show improvements. Yeah. It's never happened. Well, then you can't bring in hold people. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Someone's knocking at the door. Wonky, I feel like you've been wanting to say something here for a while. Go ahead. Right, just to throw this out there. I mean, it's it's only week two, you know. Um, last year, they won 10 games. You got to give them some time. I know the offensive tackle, it's an issue, but we have one of the best defenses in the league right now. Mm-hmm. And you just beat the New England Patriots, which has one of the best defenses in the league. With Buffalo, you're probably getting the number two defensive line right behind the Rams. So, you know, the offensive line, it's bad. They're going to make them look worse. Let's see how it goes with the season. We have some names. Yeah. You know, we won 10, game, 10 games last season. Let's just see what happens. It's a long season. I'll tell you this yeah. much. Last week, I we were. I told you one thing. The reason I didn't pick um, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers to be phonies was because I wasn't worried. I said, look, there, there's a, you know, the Packers can go week two, kick ass as usual. You know, everything's back to normal. They go in there, and that's exactly what they did. I don't have anywhere near that level of confidence that the Dolphins can turn it around in one week. And, Taylor, I don't care what you say. I don't play Madden on rookie <laughs> level, all right? I play on, on uh, what is it, all Madden. And, yes, I'm winning the Super Bowl because I'm that damn good, all right? So <laughs> stop hating, bro. Um, like I said, the defense is elite. That's great. But look what happened yeah. in a game where they held that – team to 14 points at halftime and yeah. like it happened last year whereas the season kept wearing on the defense was still good but they were just dead and yeah the man offense it, somehow it, looks worse than it did last year <laughs> with whoever's yeah. in that quarterback whoever in both games i don't care what anyone tries to tell me and against the patriots they did not look good they had two good drives and that's yeah. it Everything else was a disaster. And now you come out here and you look like what more what I thought they were gonna look like because they don't have any answers. All right. Yeah. Uh, so when I when I was when I was at the game on Sunday, at the end of the game, I wanted to talk about in my article, you know, about the drops, about how many drops they had, which was a problem. Oh, brutal, but, brutal. Yeah, but the more I looked at it, you know, it it's glaring, you know, the apparent that the fucking offensive line is just hot garbage and, and it's and it, and for me, it's just the fact that, the, yeah, like how I said, they never, they haven't had enough cohesion. I even asked post game. I asked uh, Robert Hunt, you know, how long does it take for an O line? You know, given his experience, how long does it take an O line to mesh and start working as a unit? And he says that that he, he said I don't agree with him. It, you know, he, he said it doesn't really have anything to do with that. That you have to work with guys and trust the guys. That they're young, but they can't. There's no excuse. They can't keep saying that shit. He said that shit. I thought that was awesome. And then, <laughs> and then he said, we're working to be better and they'll be better. And I, I really hope that, you know, that group of guys that they're not, they're not going to start shifting them around. You got to let them fucking stumble. And I, I think that's what the, that's been the Dolphins problem is that when, when the Dol- when the offensive line starts fucking up, they start shifting guys around, you know, obviously the injuries yeah, you is can't a, play a reason for that, but line. exactly. They, you got to let this the same guys stay in their same positions and fucking get their ass beat for a few games so they can figure shit out. I just don't think those guys are good enough to figure it out. Just period. Maybe, Any maybe of- not, but we'll never find out <laughs> if we keep playing musical chairs with them. 
Well, but that's another thing I've been saying this year. Just, like at the start of the season, I was like, "This is all on coaching. I'm not going to smash yeah. Tua or whoever, because this is the second year with all the same guys, all the same whatever, and they have they have no idea how to get around it. All they can do is call slants, and that's about it. That's yeah. as far." You know, we were all like, oh, Champ Gailey's ruining everything. And they fire him, and then they hire two guys that no one's ever heard of. And now you have two offensive coordinators, and they yeah. both equally suck. So, like, yeah. All right. <laughs> Let me ask you a couple of uh, quick questions here so we can move on. Uh, first off, this was a uh, – was this the worst loss in recent memory? Like, do you – when was that, what's the worst? Because 35 nothing at home, and the way it was, like, just getting pounded. There's only one game in my – in my mind that that hurts or that reminds me of something this bad and it was i think it was 2001 uh the jets beat us 21 nothing at home here in miami similar circumstance but i was watching that game in new jersey at a friend's house with a bunch of jets fans and that's <laughs> oh, just that's forever stings you know because i'm sitting there like an idiot with my ricky uh i think i had did I ever no i didn't have a ricky williams jersey i had somebody's jersey on and oh, i was Jay like Fiedler, clown probably jay fiedler some bum like that thinking i had a chance and you know we got smoked so, uh, is there? Does, where does this loss rank in recent memory for you guys, real quick? Uh, I anything? feel like last year the team. I felt like that when when they lost to the Broncos last year. No, okay, I'm telling you right now, there was nothing last year that was worse than this. No, because they were playing. <laughs> I feel that they were like leading into that game. They were playing really good, uh-huh. and it was like, oh, this is it. We're gonna go in there. We're gonna smoke them. And they had to pull two out of the game because he, yeah. everyone was so not just him, but everyone was so bad. That's true. That's the true. worst team That's in the league. Yeah. I'm gonna but agree again, with that. The Dolphins were expected to win that game, and they were on a roll at the time. Yeah. For me, this year, like this is embarrassing. But I told mm-hmm. you guys after that win that it wasn't good. This team is not very good. Got you, Wonky. What does it rank for you? I mean, I think Buffalo last year, the last game of the season, losing that one, missing out on the playoffs was worse because I went into that game thinking, okay. We win this game. We're going to the playoffs. You know, I, <laughs> I think we all went into it being like, Meh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good luck. I got you. Uh, I, I'll say this is the worst loss since uh, Marino's last game. How about that? You know, this is embarrassing. Uh, bro, it's, a, it's a week two game, bro. I know, Come man. On. But yeah. this dude, we got punched in the face like two plays in, five plays in, our quarterback's out. We look like a complete shit show. They were up 14 nothing on us in like what felt like a blink of an eye. And mm-hmm. we got lucky that our they defense <laughs> that our defense said, Oh shit, we gotta, you know, hold, hold. They turned into Braveheart all of a Bro, sudden and just so held good. the line there and, and yeah. saved us because it, it could have been so much worse. It and it should have been, been nice. yeah, it they, had have, have they had chances. They had chances, James Grant fumbling in the red yeah. zone. Yeah. It could have 14 9 going into no, the for half. sure. Yeah. Could have been, it was could have all been. there, and then, but then all the issues, the offensive line and the drops, mm-hmm. all came back. <laughs> all right, so are we as Dolphin fans right now? Are we setting off the panic alarm? Are we freaking out? Is the season about to get away from us, or are we still keeping it cool? Are we setting the alarm, Tommy? Yes or no? I, I think for playoffs, Just yes. Right but, now, are we set the season? I mean, if, if playoffs is an end goal here, if, if if you you then if you're thinking playoffs, then you're 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 okay right now. Because if you still got playoffs in sight, you know, on the mind, then you're okay right now. So are you are you setting up no, the alarm? No. No? Okay. Wonky, you? No, it's just week two. You Achilles, go. you? They're terrible. 
They're terrible. But, has to say. <laughs> like, but are you, you setting off the you panic alarm as a you, fan? Is this season you like you, yeah, you getting can't, away from us? You can't rely every single week on your defense getting takeaways and scoring for you. You just can't. And, again, they last year there was times where the offense looked like garbage, and it never looked as bad as it has this last two weeks. Too. I'm telling you, bro. See, I'm with you. I'm setting off that alarm. I'm panicking. I'm freaking out. I'm I'm running around. I don't know what's going on. I, I don't know how to act right now because I'm legit the most shooketh I've been in a long, Dude, long time. I don't even know. And I remember what, right when we were like doing the season preview right before it started. Scary and, I, and I and I told you guys that I looked at the depth chart and it was one hundred percent the same exact team that we had last year. That's when I knew there was a problem yeah. because like they were able to eke out some wins last year because of the defense. And that's the only reason why no right. other reason. And you just can't rely. That's not a reliable thing. That's sustainable. Xavier like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Howard getting that fumble was outrageous. There was yeah. no reason for that to happen. <laughs> oh, man, it's bad. And that was that's what he does. Hard time. I understand that, but you can't rely on that. Because even last year, yeah, no, like no, everyone's no. like, oh, Tua was so great against the Cardinals. Guess what? He was playing with a touchdown advantage in that game. Without the defense, that's probably a loss. Yeah. That's that's, that's my thing. The defense is great. They're unbelievable. Even with I think bad coaching, they overcome it because I don't understand the scheme that they run with one linebacker and six defensive backs, and then they're like, Oh, we don't know why we can't stop the run. That's well, <laughs> Well, I got a. I think we. I, I'm agreeing with Jonathan here. I think we can trade the O line. Why not? Maybe we might get a six round pick for all of them. <laughs> you know, solid, solid optimism there from uh, from our fans, uh, from our fellow Dolphin fans here. All right, so let's uh, let's keep with this panic alarm theme here, okay? Uh, Juanqui, you're gonna participate in this here, right? We've I've got a list here. I've got one, two, three, four, five teams, okay? Five teams that I've picked that I think have interesting storylines. I want you to put yourself in the perspective of the fan base, okay? So this is uh, this is how we're gonna do this. I'm gonna we're gonna start off with the Vikings. All right, Vikings are zero two. They lost to the Bengals in Week One in overtime, twenty seven to twenty four, and they lost to the Cardinals this week, thirty four thirty three. Combined, uh, both losses four points, but they're zero two. Right? They got Kirk Cousins, they got Dalvin Cook, they got they got weapons, they got all the stuff. They always got some hype. Um, both games were on the road. They're at home this week hosting the Seahawks, right? We're coming off a loss. Then they got the Browns and Lions. Uh, they got three straight home games, all right? Kirk Cousins having a pretty good season, five touchdowns, got like 600 yards passing. Dalvin Cook's having a solid season, got about 200 yards rushing already in two games. As a Vikings fan here, at 0-2, are you sounding the alarm? Are you going to hit the panic alarm? Or are you going to be like, all right, you know what? We're okay. We're okay. We're going to be cool. What about you, Wonky? You can start us off. Yeah, no, I mean, it, last week they should have won. That missed field goal there at the end, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was a gimme. They got a good squad. Like you said, they got Dalvin Cook. They got Kirk Cousins. They got K.J. Osborne from the U, third option, yeah. playing really good. They got Jefferson as well. They got a squad, you know, and they almost beat the Cardinals, which in my opinion, they're the second best team in the NFC behind the Buccaneers. Just my opinion. They got okay. a squad as well. So, so, you're not, so you're not causing – you're not ringing the alarm. I'm you're not, not ringing the panic alarm. No. Okay. No, no, no. Solid. Gus, what about you? No, I don't think you can this early in the season, you know, losing t- two close games like that. I don't think you should be ringing the alarm, especially okay. with the amount of uh, weapons they have. All right. Achilles, you? Uh, n- no, but because, like, what's their expectations? With, you know, winning 11 games, maybe getting a first round exit? Like, nah, they'll be fine. They'll probably do that again. <laughs> yeah. All right. You guys are 
is you guys are omitting something here. You like that? That's Kirk Cousins, who's the quarterback there. Okay, you guys are <laughs> yep. having a lot of faith. That was Cindy the intern. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you guys have a lot of faith in Kirk Cousins. Okay. If they I'm gonna year, bro, I'm you guys got to put yourself in the in the fans' perspective here. You're a Vikings fan. You've been dying for an opportunity for Kirk Cousins to leave you because he's just he's Kirk Cousins. You ha- and now you're torn. Do you sound the panic alarm? You know? Do you freak out because you're zero two and you might be able to get rid of Kirk Cousins, or is he gonna do Kirk Cousins things and rebound and get you back and he's then disappoint doing it. you? You again. said it yourself that he's doing well. So. If I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan, I'm gonna freak out right now. I'm just I, every little thing you're owing to. This is this is a bad news for them. I know they have three home games, but Seattle's tough. You're playing Seattle, even though you're at home for this one. Seattle's coming off a loss uh, when they were at home. They just lost. Who did they lose to this week? Wasn't it the Titans? No, they lost to yeah, the Titans. yeah, they lost the Titans. You know, like they're all of a sudden like freaking out. They're coming in strong. You got a chance here, Minnesota. If you don't win this game at 0-3, the season's over. That's done, 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 done. So me, I'm definitely – that's my new panic alarm, okay? I like that one better. Um, so that's what I'm getting – that's what I'm, uh, I'm going with. All right, let's go to the next team. Speaking of, team that beat the, the Seahawks this week, Titans, mm-hmm. all right? This is where the Titans are right now. They're 1-1. and They got smashed by the Cardinals 38-13 week one. We ranked on uh, Tennessee Tenard. We told them, you know, the team is trash. Uh <laughs> Tannehill got sacked six times, fumbled twice, had two interceptions, trash game. Or no, not one interception. Uh, really, really bad. This week, they go to Seattle. And that was at home against the Cardinals. This week, they go to Seattle. Makes no mm-hmm. sense. This is why you don't know anything about football. Nothing. <laughs> None of Nobody us does. Anything. You know, we all would have picked Tennessee to win at home, coming off the good season last season, to open the season, and then to go into Seattle and struggle. No, complete opposite. We don't know anything. Uh, Achilles already gave his bully to Henry. He's still a bully. The guy's a monster. Tannehill, surprisingly, even though he's been sacked a million times, one touchdown and one INT, but he's been sacked mm-hmm. nine times in two games. So there's cause to worry there. If you're a Tannehill fan like Tennessee Tenard, you know, <laughs> you're going to always uh, panic there. Uh, as a Titans fan, are you worried? Are you hitting the alarm? Who wants to go first? No, man. I don't think you can ring. I don't think you can. Um... Ring the panic button or whatever you like to say. All right. Bro, you have Derrick Henry. He fucking scored three touchdowns in the last game. Mm. Julio Jones finally put up some good numbers. He had 128 yards. Dude, I saw. Ryan Tannehill threw for 347 yards. They played a good game, dude. I think you finally see. You saw in week two what you thought you would have seen in week one. Got you. Did you see the – I was watching because, you know, I'm a red zone guy, so I was watching red zone, and Achilles <laughs> uh-huh. would have never seen this because he's uh, refuses to, to enjoy life. Uh, while I was watching the Titans uh, in the red zone, they mentioned that Julio Jones had surpassed 100 yards for, like, the 69th time in his career. <sighs> like, he tied amazing. Marvin Harrison, you know? Marvin Harrison, who felt like he played for a million years, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Julio Jones has been around for a long time, but, yo, mm-hmm. I think it was – I believe – might be wrong, but I believe it's 69 times that he's uh, um, surpassed 100 yards. Surpassed 100 yards in a game. That's impressive. So for the rest of his man. career, should he just stop at 99? If he, was, if he was Gronk, he would stop right there. He would retire. <laughs> oh, yeah. If he was Gronk, he'd retire today. <laughs> um, that was good. That was good. Um, but impressive, though, with Julio Jones, though, man. Like, if Julio yeah, Jones – his whole career he was just stuck in atlanta <laughs> it's just uh to me if if julio jones and aj green like if i saw them both at, at you know the supermarket here 
I <laughs> wouldn't even know that I saw them. I, I cannot tell you, you what any know, of those guys no, look like. No, you would know what Julio Jones I mean, they're, they're large He's individuals, a, no, so I'm going to no. assume, but the yeah, face. AJ Green can pass for just like a tall guy that you ran into. Julio mm. Jones is a fucking unit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Normal people don't just walk around looking like Julio Jones. <laughs> all right, all right. Juanky, are you, uh, you hitting the alarm or what? No, absolutely not. I mean, as long as they go to the playoffs, when they went to the AFC Championship game, they were mm-hmm. 97, I think, made it. Um, just go to the playoffs. They beat the Seahawks. They should be feeling good. I, I don't see the reason to panic. All right. And Achilles, I'm assuming you're not on it either, No, right? man. They yeah. played – listen, you can look bad week one. That's fine. Yeah. It's your first game. Yeah. And then you come back week two and look unbelievable. All right. We're good to exactly. go, bro. Especially exactly. against a good team. And I'm with you 100%. I agree. I'm not going to hit the panic alarm, but I am going to hit this for all the Tannehill fans out there. Just a disappointment, bro. That's what you got to look forward to. Nine sacks, mediocre. Oh, you know, almost three for 400 yards. If Derek oh, what a Henry, piece of crap. If Derrick Henry isn't rushing for three touchdowns a game and 200 yards a game like he like he does, Tennessee's in trouble. You know what I mean? Tennessee's in trouble. Man, I still no have one, no faith in Tannehill. No one says that he's the main guy. Just but saying, to act saying, like he doesn't fit in that team and hasn't made them better is just straight up dumb, bro. Anyway, maybe I'm dumb. I mean, I am a phony. So uh, speaking of Julio Jones and his former team here, let's go uh, Falcons. All right. Falcons are 0-2. They got crushed by the Eagles week one, 32-6. The Bucks, man, Brady, 49 years old, 77 years old. I don't know how old he is. (laughs) Five touchdowns. Just like doesn't even break a sweat. I don't even know if they touched them this week. Uh, Bucks win 48-25. Matt Ryan got real old real quick, huh? Like he's just, mm-hmm. just. You know it, how he, much of your soul gets taken when you lead twenty eight to three in a Super Bowl and then lose, bro? That's no, it is. That'll put fifty years on you, quick. <laughs> it's true, bro. He probably hasn't oh. slept well since. That's, that's got to be it. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, that bro, that, Brady that is just. Will age you. Brady is just like Shang Tsung, bro. He's just a soul taker, man. He's just out Oof. there just sucking these teams and these cities. Like everything he does, he just trolls Atlanta at every out. Like he's relentless. When it comes to, did you see the conspiracy theory? He posted a video about getting everybody excited for the game against the Falcons last week. Did you did you hear the story? So he posted yeah. a video on social media, and uh, he was telling like it was just uh for for like the Bucks IG or something like that. Just a video saying, "Hey guys, get ready. We're gonna take on the Falcons." Blah 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 blah. All these uh, crazy conspiracy theorists noticed something. If you look over his shoulder, the monitor, the computer monitor that was in the background had a screensaver that said Tampa Bay. But the time when he recorded the video, 3.28 p.m. <laughs> Coincidence? No. I think not. <laughs> Especially if it was done by, like, Bucks. If that was something from Bucks social media, there's zero chance that's by accident. I'll tell you. And it was, but it was, it was because, like, you don't yeah. it, you got to be looking at it. Like, when they first Trust said it, I was like, did. where's the clock? You have to look. I'm like, oh, my God, it is 3.28. <laughs> wow. That was, that's next level because Brady's on his A game, bro. I love it. That's um, also, with the Falcons here, 49, uh, negative 49 point differential so far this season, the worst in the NFL. Is <laughs> it, how bad is it? I mean, oh, man, are we signing the alarm? Not drafted pits and let them oh, fall to us, bro. They I'm need to fix that Seriously. defense, bro. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we could have been so much better, man. So <laughs> much better had they had they realized that they were done, you know, back in uh, when the draft happened and they, and they would have gone with the quarterback. And let us get pits, bro. Hey, that that, yeah. that that's what that, the the Falcons having the season they're having is fifty percent of the reason why you're Finster Thomas right now because you called it a long yep. time ago. <laughs> yep. 
I did. I did. I'm pretty proud of that one, bro. Uh, Wonky, Falcons, what are we doing? We freaking out? Dude, big time. That's, to me, one of the worst organizations. <laughs> and that defense sucks the way that they suck. It's like, dude, like, it's there. Get a defensive lineman, you know? Yeah. What Kyle Pitts, they've, they've had Ridley, they've had Julio Jones, they've had Todd Gurley, you know, a bunch of good offensive players. Devontae Freeman, they've had a bunch of guys. Devontae yeah. Freeman, yeah, dude, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what they're doing, man. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I really wanted Pitts for the Dolphins before the draft, and to me, it made no sense that they drafted him. You know, like I was saying it for before, like Achilles was mentioning, Matt Ryan just got old, bro. He's just not. He's he's like thirty six, but he's like like a forty six right now. You know what I mean? Um, he's just not up there. He, it's not working. And to build around that guy this late in the career and think you can just one guy you can draft and and it's gonna fix your whole organization again. And the same season you got rid of Julio Jones. I know Calvin Ridley's a beast, but Julio Jones can still do shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You didn't help yourself here, and it's just it's hard times, man. And I, I for one, I'm enjoying watching Atlanta burn, bro. <laughs> Let it burn, let it burn, let it burn, let it burn. So, General Sherman style. Yeah, dude. All right, here we go. Now we got Damn two more Achilles. teams left. Woo, Civil War jokes. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, two more teams here real quick. Um, these are these are, these are are interesting, okay? Like I yeah. said, I could have gone with 0-2 teams here. No, I picked a 1-1 team here, and this is the team that I picked. Uh, the Chiefs. If you're a Chiefs fan, all right, let me give you – let me give you the – let me preface it here, okay? The Chiefs. They lost to the Ravens by one, 36-35, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any shame in losing to the Ravens. I think that's fine. That's a good, you know. Um, but on top of it, they scored 30 points in back-to-back games. It's good. But mm-hmm. when you score 30 points in back-to-back games and you lose one of the games, that's kind of bad. Um, is the defense a real cause for concern here? Or is this kind of like the Warriors where they just have so much offense, you know, that it, it just it kind of it eventually becomes defense, you know, like when, in basketball? Um, or should you be worried if you're the Chiefs here at one and one? Are you not as invincible as you thought? Is this maybe the right time to lose a game? Like you're like a feeling like, you know, like, hey, all right, we lost it. We got it out of the way. Maybe the pressure's off us. People lay off us. Or maybe is this more added pressure? Because let's look at their upcoming schedule. They got the Chargers next. Chargers always play them hard. These division games are always hard. So the Chargers game is a tough one. Then they're at the Eagles, right? Going all the way to East Coast. We don't know yet what. To, to feel about the Eagles, so that could be a win. But then home against the Bills, then and they go back across the country to Washington, which is we've established solid defense, right? They're going to be tested there. They should win though. Then they go to Tennessee and play the Titans. We just discussed. We still think they're a good team. There's a scenario here where they can have a couple of L's here rolling into the midseason. If you're a Chiefs fan, are you concerned? Are you hitting the alarm? Who wants to go? No way, man. Back to back thirty point games. Yeah, they they gave up. 30 points and pretty much in each game, they gave up 29 in that Browns game, which is on whatever. Mm-hmm. But still, like the only reason they lost is because they didn't have the ball last. Okay. That's the only reason they lost. You know what I mean? Which is that normally you're not going to get uh, Lamar Jackson saying, yeah, let's go for it. That's not going to happen every in every game. You know what yeah, I mean? I get you. So they're going to win more often than not, and they're going to make the playoffs, and they're going to go on their run. They're fine. All right. Gillies? Uh, like you said, it's just they're not as invincible as everyone felt they were. Uh-huh. But they're still favored to like to me. They're yeah. still they're still favorites in every game they play. But I feel like last year everyone was just it was a given. 
You know yeah. what I mean? It wasn't mm-hmm. even like, ah, it's going to be close. And the problem is, towards the end of last year, it was a lot of, oh, we're falling behind and we got to play catch up. To me, that's more mm-hmm. of the problem is that they have to do that every single game. And just like I said with the Dolphins, like you can't trust your defense to win every game for you. You, you never know. A ball, you know, a gust of wind can blow a ball, you know, an inch to the left. And then all of a sudden your deep pass doesn't land and your, your comeback is dead. Not because anything you did, but because you can't trust to be down 10 yeah. plus points every single game and be like, ah, we're fine. We're going to do it. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but is that enough to hit the panic button? No, no. Like I said, it's not panic button. But if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm not as cocky going into every game. No, they're still great. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> they right. lost to the MVP of the league one year. It's exactly. not a big deal. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Wonky, you got anything? I mean, they're not going to lose to the Eagles. I'm just going to say that right now. If it's a 12 o'clock kick, those 12 o'clock yeah. kicks for the West Coast teams, we all know, are tough. Yeah, man. Kansas City is not really West Coast. I, I, oh, true, I, true. I'm panicking on their defense. I will say that. I mean, two games where you allow that many points. Yeah. I'm getting that kind of like feeling like remember the Seahawks when they lost the Patriots on that second mm-hmm. Super Bowl and then they came back and they weren't as good. There's something about that defense with the Ravens with a fourth string running back. I don't even know who that guy was. He just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Ran it for like 50 yards, you know. So, I mean, the defense, I'm panicking over the defense. Okay. So, we got we'll, we'll give it a semi panic. Here we go. We'll do, yeah. we'll do some of this here. All right. <laughs> If I hear that, I'm panicking all the way. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, hold on. Let me get my notes here real quick. All right. Shut up. All right. (laughs) That was a lot longer than I wanted it to go. If anybody's Uh, listening to this in their fucking car right now, they just freaked out. (laughs) You're not getting pulled over. Everybody looked at their rear view mirror. (laughs) I'm going to say that I'm going to hit. I'm gonna hit the panic, and I'm gonna tell you why. Uh, Wonky's reason: the defense worries me. You know, I know that their offense, like 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 Gus, is, as long as they have the ball ass, they're gonna keep scoring points. Their offense is so powerful; it's almost like a defense. But the defense scares me because also this is year three of a, of an incredible run. There's fatigue. There's a lot of expectation. You know, if um, if Mahomes and the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl, it's going to be their third straight trip. You know, there's something to be said with the pressures that come with that. Tired. We saw it happen with the with the heat. You know, eventually you just get gassed. You know, maybe if and that's the test, the mental fortitude test here for these teams that are at such an elite level when they get to this point is how do they react to these these uh, these games? To me, I'm going to be panicking as a fan. But I think the real test will be these next few weeks if they survive this little, you know, what, what do they got? The Eagles and the Bills. If they win the next two games, they're back on they're back on easy street, you know. Mm-hmm. But if they struggle against the Eagles and then lose to the Bills, which we know is a really good team and it's at Buffalo, then they could be in some serious shit. And then all of a sudden, you know, shit's hitting the fan and everybody's panicking, you know. So to me, I think there's definitely cause to be concerned. But. We'll see. I, I'm gonna give them, you know, the I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. They're dope ass team, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, all right. Let me see here. Okay, the last one. And this last team here, I'm changing it up a little bit. All right. Now I'm I wanna look at this as a, from the perspective, not from the team, but as the league here. Okay. If you're the rest of the league, are you hitting the panic alarm? Are you worried? Are you scared of the Las Vegas Raiders here? Two and oh, they beat the Ravens that beat the Chiefs. 
right? Mm-hmm. In uh, was it in Baltimore? No, they they won at, at home. Yeah. They went to Pittsburgh, beat the Steelers, solid team who beat the Bills. You know, good mm-hmm. team. Won two games. They're playing the Dolphins this week, which I'm already giving them a dub. You know, so <laughs> they're going to be three and zero. You know, tops in, in in the NFL have the best record in the NFL. I know it's early, but still three and zero. Riding really good. I've always liked Derek Carr. I've always thought he's a good quarterback. Hasn't had the right pieces around them at times. And then when John Gruden got there, trading Khalil Mack and and trading everybody, Amari Cooper. Right now at two and zero, seems like he's done something right. But if you're the rest of the league, are you scared of the Raiders? Are you hitting the panic alarm and you don't want to play them? Who wants to go? If you're the rest of the league, if you're the Dolphins, yeah, you're scared right now. But... <laughs> if you're the Dolphins, you're scared of yeah. the Jets, bro. How yeah. about that? <laughs> nah, fuck the Jets. They're garbage. The Jets are garbage. But yeah, if you're the Dolphins, yeah, you're scared. The rest of the league, um, you're, I wouldn't say scared, but you're focused going into that game for sure. The only cause for concern if you're a Raiders fan is that Derek Carr right now is is questionable and um their running back uh, I yeah, forget Josh his name Jacobs. right now Josh Jacobs yeah he's out. he's part he's out yeah he's going he's not going yeah, he's yeah. probably going to miss the next game so All right. That's that's about it. Okay. Kelly's you got any uh that you want to add to that? They're a good team. And okay. like you yeah. said Derek Carr is an above average quarterback. You know what I mean? He's not Jared Goff, but he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's kind mm-hmm. of somewhere in the middle there, you know what I mean? Okay. You know, their weapons, other than Darren Waller, their weapons are okay. They're fine, but they have a good scheme, apparently. Who's that kid? The receiver is doing pretty Henry well. Henry Ruggs. Where, where's he from? Is he Oklahoma? Alabama. Is he no, Alabama. He's Alabama. Alabama. But, but that that's home run or buzz. Like, that guy's not going to go out there and get you 10 catches for 150 yards. You know what I mean? Gotcha, gotcha. He just okay. hits you deep. They're good. Yeah. yeah, they're good. You know what I mean? They're fine. I'm not thinking that they're going to be anything, you know, super dangerous for any of the good teams. You know what I mean? Hmm. They beat... You know, like I said, week one, you catch them off guard. <laughs> the Ravens came in with, like, their entire offensive line hurt and no running backs. That'll shake you. Yeah, Whatever. Man. You get a good win. Pittsburgh is good. They're not great. But, again, they did a good job. But they're not like, oh, no, the new power. Watch out. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I'm going to give them their up-and-coming status. I'm going to give them their due. I think the league should be on notice. The Raiders, if they, they play well in that stadium, they can build the whole home field advantage over there at that new Darth Vader uh, Death Star that they got out there in the desert. That shit looks cool as hell. Um, yeah, it's nice out in person. It's nice. Oh, yeah, it's super cool. Um, I don't want to – sorry, just to backtrack a second here. I saw Taylor mention a really good thing here. Uh, the Chiefs almost lost to the Browns and lost to the Ravens after starting the game with the pick six and another interception. Um, that's, that's another thing. They, yeah. they, the Chiefs could be 0-2 right now. They could have been. I mean, we, we had them at one and one, but they could and have been 0 and 2. Both those games are against good teams, too. It's not like they had a weird game against a bad team. That's you know? true. Exactly. The, 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 the Browns almost beat them in the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. Wangi, what about the Raiders? I think they're going to be good. I think the league should be worried. I think Waller is that guy next yeah. to Kelsey mm-hmm. in the NFL. Um, Ruggs, he's a home run hitter, but it works well with he works well with uh, uh, Carr. Um, and then you got Chucky. I mean, Chucky is. You know, Gruden has them boys. Hey, you what? Damn. And Josh Jacobs may out, but they got Miami Dolphins own Kenyon Drake backing them up. They're going to mm-hmm. be fine. They're yeah. going to be. I think. I think the Raiders <laughs> are going to be good. I always like the uh, the AFC West is always competitive within within the division. All those uh, all our divisional games are always good. I remember there was a few years ago. The I think was it the Chiefs that were like four. Uh, this is quite a few years ago. Um, mm. But the Chiefs were like something like eight and zero, super undefeated having a great season i think this was the alex smith years and uh the raiders 
hadn't beat anybody. And who did the L, who was the first loss for the Chiefs that season? The Raiders. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just it, it, it can easily happen in those uh, in those divisional games. There, I love watching uh, what they do there. So, all right, it's not bad, bro. Not bad. That was a solid, good round the league mm-hmm. NFL breakdown here. You know, but now now we're we're gonna keep it local here. We're gonna. This is the reason Wonky came on and um let's uh let's 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 talk something real sad here okay let's uh let's pull up uh i got wait hold on let me get it here i have video of the uh, post-game press conference with manny diaz uh let me uh, let him speak for himself yeah let him speak for himself here let me get it up can you see it there he is (laughs) look at him yep he's smart (laughs) very smart (laughs) <laughs> no. can handle things that guy. Yeah. and that's all of us <laughs> that's all of us <laughs> that's the rest of the press room right there um wonky i know that's oh, your spot here i'm sorry i'm sorry that uh you know we're putting him on blast like that but um look bro there was uh i i've been saying it for i started i i started talking about it on the show last week but i've been saying it for a little bit longer they need to make a change at the top you know and not just diaz i'm talking uh was this guy blake yeah, blake james blake, blake james, james. Yeah. um get rid of him you gotta clean house bro we're we're living and i hate being bro. we've become the dallas cowboys without the talent you know we're just a team that <laughs> lives in the past that we keep you know reminding everybody of how we had swag and when we had all this shit and we used to be good in the 90s and the 80s you know but we haven't done a damn thing in a long time, bro. You know, we haven't been competitive. The moment that we think we're going to be good, we start getting all excited. Oh, you was back. The you was back. And then we get slapped in the face by a good team. You know, whether it's Clemson, whether it's mm-hmm. Wisconsin in a bowl game, whether it's Louisiana Tech in another bowl game shutting us out. you defy you. Like, it's the list goes on and on and on. And it's it's a bad list to be on. And Manny Diaz is the common denominator in a lot of these losses. Like, for sure, you know what, Fredo? You did a good job. You had you you came up with the turnover chain, and it was a, a great gimmick. It caught fire. It mm-hmm. got people here. It sold merch. And in the it, since the uh, debut of the turnover chain, I think you're like top five in the nation in in takeaways. Great. It served its purpose, um, marketing thing. But there's so many things that are just not complete with this team. So many things that are just. It's 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 embarrassing. And Wonky, you as a big time Canes fan, what's the one most frustrating thing right now when you watch this team? <clears throat> All right, I, I, take I'm, a deep breath. Take a deep breath here. I don't even know where to begin right now. You know, it's everything from top to bottom. Like <laughs> when the show was starting, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly how I feel. Um, Lamar Jackson and uh, and Teddy Bridgewater, right? Two guys that should have been in Miami. Bridgewater was committed. Lamar Jackson uh, played right around the corner. And then he also had RG3, which a lot of people forget about. Okay. Uh, he was Shannon pulled his offer. He was uh, commentating in the FSU game saying Miami was my dream school. And mm. he went to Baylor. We all know what he did in Baylor. You know, that's a whole mess. I think the problem right now, it's, it's from the top. It's the athletic director. You know, we had Mark Rick. I'll never say anything bad about Mark, Mark Rick. He's a gentleman. Great guy. He retired. We had the money to go out and get somebody like Mario Cristobal, Lane Kiffin. And Blake James says, okay, we're going to do a, a nationwide search. 11 hours mm-hmm. later, 
after we get Manny Diaz. That's the best. <laughs> Seriously, come on. You know? Oh man, <laughs> it's eleven <laughs> hours later. And it's and you look back at the coaches that we could have gotten. You know, JJ recommended Gary Patterson. We all know what he did in TCU. We could have had a coach like that. Mm-hmm. We could have got him Butch Davis. We could have got a Dan Mullen. We could have got uh, Mario Cristobal, which that you know that's the guy that that I one hurts. That one hurts yeah. the most, bro. He just beat yeah. Ohio State. He just beat Ohio State, and he has top ten recruiting classes every mm-hmm. year in Eugene, Oregon. Nobody does that. Not even Chip Kelly when he had Mariota. They mm-hmm. went to the national championship. Can he say that? You know. And I just want to at least be competitive. I'm not one of those fans that are like, man, you know, we need to get this guy. We're going to win a national championship next year. No, because, you know, it's you still got Alabama. You, you know, you got Oklahoma, Ohio State and whatnot. But you have to be good enough to beat the Coastal. We have the blue chip players right now. But Manny Diaz sucks so bad. <laughs> he makes our players play down to the level of competition or even worse. I mean, we almost lost to CMU. We lost to FIU. You know, when is it going to be enough for you to say, okay, hey, you know what, Manny, you have to go. Let's let's get the board of trustees together. Let's spend whatever money we have to spend to get the right guy in first with the athletic director because it's not just football. Basketball sucks. We're playing in the ACC, mm-hmm. which is a solid point. Basketball school, school too, uh, conference too. I'm sorry, you got Duke, you got Syracuse, North Carolina. You know, we can't even be competitive there. And in baseball, we've always been good, and we suck at baseball too. We just had a guy on our baseball team transfer to FSU. That's the Canes are right now at baseball. That their power hitting first baseman said, "Eh, "I'm gonna go join the go go rival." Yeah, dude. It is so bad, man. I mean, I got I got a question for you, Monkey. Coastal man. Yeah. If um, if Mario Cristobal and the Oregon Ducks win the national championship, when we could have had him as the Miami Hurricanes coach, should James Blake be fired. Blake he James. Fired right now. He should be fired right now. If it hey. was up to me, mm-hmm. I'll pull the main Kiffin on him and just leave him the, uh, at whatever airport we travel the to. Tarmac. Like, <laughs> you know, that, if it was up to me, that's what I would do. This guy is just the worst AD we've ever had. No major sport within Miami is competitive. And it's, it's showing in academics, too. Every school right now that's doing good in sports has approved academically. We're sticking in academics right now. We're almost out of the top 50. We suck oh. in all major sports. You know, when is it going to be enough? You know, it's. I think this program is cursed. Right now, we should have had eight national championships. That's just my opinion. <laughs> you know, Ohio State, when we beat FSU in 2000, and then mm-hmm. they won the national championship, and then Gino uh, Toretta, uh, I think it was him, or Testaverde, uh, throwing a five interceptions. That was Testaverde, yeah. Yeah, Testaverde. It's like, this program is cursed, man. I don't know. <laughs> I think you're right. I, I I definitely think you're. It's a it's a bigger issue than just football, and that's a good point. I think yeah. a lot of the times we just kind of focus on the football part of it. Um, but yeah, he has not done a good job top to bottom. Uh, when it comes to 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 any of the sports, really, it's just an ugly look all the way around. Um, man, how do I? I want to know like how to properly preface this. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to get like too too much of a dick. You know? Uh, hold on a do second. It. Sorry. Do it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, when it comes to to, to no one ever complained about too much, dude. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. Well, so look, look, look. Let's 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 move on from from the Blake and and the Fredo here. Okay, let's for let's forget about those two guys. It's a waste. We're not going to get anything better there. Um, There's a lot of issues, and I know that you've had a problem, Wonky, with uh, 
with the guys that are getting the playing time right now and not taking advantage. You were saying like, well, you, you were texting me throughout the game and telling me, yo, we need to get bench. Was it Mallory bench? Um, uh, King bench. Uh, who else was it? You, you, you gave me a whole list. It was like basically the whole starting lineup that need to be benched and need to give the guys, you know, some, some playing time. I think they're starting to do it. I was reading some of the reports that at, at, uh, at um, practice today, they had some other guys looking like they were getting second team reps and third and first team reps. Looks like they might be giving some of these uh, freshmen a chance. Hopefully that, you know, comes to uh, fruition. I was saying it a couple of weeks ago and you guys and Achilles was like, no, there's no issue. I think there's something wrong with De'Aaron King. Like, I don't think there's... Not healthy, bro. Like, he but if he's not... Too, he came back too fast, and now he's getting bashed to bits by a horrible offensive line. Dude, no, he looks so bad. So bad on Saturday. It looked it looked like a wildcat running bro, back trying to was, play quarterback. It was mashed, horrible. He got mashed in the game against... Um, uh, whatever, Appalachian State. State. Appalachian State. Yeah, yeah, he went out of the game more than once because he was getting beaten to death. It's See, like, this is my, this is my, this is my thing now. Though, if you're, if you're App State, or I mean, if you're Derek King and you're the Canes here, if Derek King is healthy, you shouldn't play him. He's not good right now. Like he's not, and you're not going to get anything. Healthy. This team, this team should be zero and three. You know, we 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 squeaked by a an App, an App State, which App State's going to have a good season. You know, let's let's be real, mm-hmm. App State. Whatever they're at, they're gonna have. Bro, you know, they're gonna. No, no. I'm but, done with that. No, they're stop. Okay, all right, fine. <laughs> I'll stop that. But we we should be zero and three. All right, <laughs> playing a guy who's almost damn near thirty, who's bounced around two <laughs> different teams here. Like we're not gonna get anything out of this. This team needs a lot more than just a quarterback change. But you need to hit that. Where's Where's my panic button? Here we go. You hit that panic button. You freak out and you start playing the guys that are going to be there for a while. You you're need not, you're to not wrong. You. You're not yeah, wrong, you, but, you're that's not go on, with Van but that's not on De'Aaron King. That's not his fault. I know, I know, but Whatever. I'm saying if you're De'Aaron King and you're healthy, you shouldn't play. And if you're injured, you shouldn't play. At this point right now, you shouldn't play, bro. Like, it's just, it's a detriment to the team if you think you can play because you think you're healthy. And it's definitely a detriment to the team and yourself if you aren't healthy, you're injured, and you're out there trying to do stuff because it's a bad look. He looked so bad on Saturday. It was seriously like it was snap. He couldn't go through any progressions. He had no zip on the ball. None whatsoever. Just lofting these things out there. Really just and and his progressions were like, look at my main receiver, then then quickly just glance, tuck and run. And that's all he was doing. He's shook. He's shook. He can't you know, function properly as a quarterback. And right now we're so jacked up. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta roll the dice here and play one of these younger guys and start moving some, some pieces around. I just got to say this, Edwin. I mean, De'Aaron King might be the beast of our problems. And I'll say this. Our offensive line, we have our whole offensive line returning. Within everybody in the P5, I think we have 91% of the guys returned back and we're playing worse than what we did last year. It doesn't make any sense. So if you put somebody like Jake Garcia, which I think is the future of the Miami Hurricanes, behind that offensive line, he's going to get killed. He's just going to get killed. You know, De'Aaron King... He's playing to see if he can get like a, a spot in the NFL. He's not going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL, but you know if they could put him in there in the slot or whatever, just find the position for him. There's other positions within the field that you're playing upperclassmen. Like I'm trying to be respectful. Nah, just, bro, fuck that, dude. Come on, Zach, Zach McLeod. This is like his seventh year playing defensive end. They're trying to find the spot for him. He's just not good. You know yeah. why can't we put somebody somebody else in that position? You know, I'm seeing D. Wiggins play. Why is he getting reps over somebody like Brinson or 
or Jacoby George, which we heard so many great things about. I mean, you listen to Manny Diaz saying, hey, you know what? We're one and two. What do I tell recruits to come to Miami? We have a losing record. Come be the mm-hmm. solution. Dude, you have the solution in your bench and you're playing upperclassmen <laughs> like Will Mallory that's yep. dropping wide open touchdowns, can't block. It's, you know, again, I'm thinking. You know what, bro? I, I, I completely agree with you. And I was thinking about just that point. Like, I, I reminisced right now to to that fucking show about the rock when they remember what's is, what is, what is oh young rock young, young rock, rock where, where he's at the university of miami and he he he's coming off that injury but he's finding he's playing really well at practice but then fucking right behind him is um is what's his name that took his that took his spot oh, that played for the that played for the bucks forever oh warren sap warren sap right behind him was oh. warren sap and took his position. That's what the U was always like. They were known for that internal competition, and your spot was never safe. Yeah. And that's why those guys always played at the top of their game. I don't think that's going on right now with that program, bro. No, it's not, man. It's a lot of pomp and circumstance and swag mm-hmm. and, and 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 how many followers you got online and this yeah. and all that crap. And I sound like an old man here, but it's the truth. It's it's they've lost <laughs> all merit. And here's here's the big thing. And here's one of the reasons I wanted to really talk to Wonky about. Um, right now, I firmly believe and i know achilles is on board with this i think the ncaa is gonna go through a major change right now i think all of college football is we're just seeing the tip of the iceberg right now with this Mm -hmm. nil stuff it's gonna get bigger it's gonna be more widespread and you're gonna need people that are gonna understand how to manage that you know a temple uh coach you know is not gonna be able to relate to guys that are all of a sudden making almost as much money as he is you Mm -hmm. know and and playing on on his team and they're not going to listen to him you need somebody that understands the dynamic of dealing with athletes with money okay before it was all done in secret you know oh don't say that you got all this money this and that and everything but now that it's out in the open it's a game changer bro you know what i mean mm-hmm. this is what we talked about with beast a couple of weeks ago you know now the kid can be driving around in the ferrari on south beach and it's cool you know he doesn't have to hide yeah. it anymore you know what i'm saying um because of that because that's such a, 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 a an interesting dynamic and in how it's going to change. You need somebody that understands how to deal with people, who's dealt with people like this before. That's why I continue to say that we can't go after a guy, a coach who's uh, from some school or, or a, a career-long college assistant. As much as I love Ken Dorsey, that's my dude. I think that this NIL thing has passed Ken Dorsey and mm-hmm. that he's not a good fit for that anymore. He's an old-school guy. He's going to command respect, isn't that? But he's not, you know, he just it, it won't fit. As much as I would love for him to do it, it won't fit at UN. Might fit at FIU if he wants to replace Butch Davis. When they're done, it's a smaller program, things like mm-hmm. that. But if UM really wants to make a difference and get back on track, like we talked about it in the last few weeks here, it's an urban center in it, on the coast. You have all these recruits. You have all this potential. You got to go after a big uh, NFL guy, either a, a guy who's been around or who's been taking a seat, I have a guy in mind that I like a lot. Um, I think Bill O'Brien, who's right now the OC who replaced Sarkeesian who mm-hmm. at, uh, at Alabama. Sarkeesian went and took the job at, at Texas, right? Yeah. yeah. So he's at, at Texas. Bill O'Brien's there. Bill O'Brien had a good run with the Texans. At the end, it kind of got messed up when he tried to be GM and everything, and then he helped the <laughs> Dolphins with all his bad trades. But remember, he's also the guy that replaced Paterno after all that bullshit at at Penn State and had a really bad first season, but then Mm -hmm. bounced back and brought him back and had a really solid second season, so much so that he, you know, got offered an NFL job. He understands personalities. He understands, you know, guys with Mm -hmm. money. He's been around it. I feel like somebody like that 
would be the mold. He's been at, he's, you know, he's the OC right now at Alabama. He wants a chance to prove himself. He's done the NFL stuff. Yeah. You know, obviously, you know, he could do the college stuff because he did it at Penn State. I think he'd be a good fit that has all those little boxes that you could check off for this new type of uh, of college football that we're going to see. And, I, and he'd be welcome to Miami with open arms, I could tell you. <laughs> I tell you, right, right now. Roll out the red carpet for that game. I think um, this is just my prediction. I, I think because he's a Penn State guy. Yeah. I think James Franklin will end up in USC, and then oh, Penn yeah. State will go back to O'Brien. That's just my my prediction. I, to me, the guy that I want is Mario Cristobal. I think everybody <laughs> wants him, the alumni. Now, That's uh, not who, who, who do I think um, would help out with the NIL? I was trying to be realistic, Wonky. Come on. I know I want crystal ball too, but come on. <laughs> no, it's it's well the, the board of trustees, you have uh Sofer that she uh two years back said, Hey, I'm willing to pay up to 10 million to get crystal ball here. So that there's within the board of trustees people that are willing to spend after January, the buyout drops to six point five million for a crystal ball. And supposedly the rumor is his wife wants to be here. We all know he has his family here. He even said it uh when he spoke in the when he got introduced as the Oregon head coach, talking up Miami, saying how he was going to miss his family, his his mom didn't want him to leave. So, you know, that he still has that within his heart, and I think it's his dream job. But more than that, to your point, with the NIL deal, I think the perfect guy to get, and I know there's some teams, some schools that have just an AD role for football, Alonzo Highsmith. He's been in the NFL. He's been a GM. He knows how to handle the financial side of things. He wants to be here in Miami if offered, uh, supposedly within the forums that I go to and people that are connected mm-hmm. say that he will accept the job. I think having a guy like that would really, really help out. And I don't know if it'll happen. Mario Cristobal is the guy that I want. Also, a couple of other coaches like uh, Luke Fickle and uh, uh, Napier as well. Billy mm-hmm. Napier, those are some good guys too. So, I'll, Look, I like what you're saying there. As an old school Canes fan, as a guy who grew up, yeah, that makes sense. But here's the problem. We got a guy that's even more pizzazz. We got a guy who's got even more credibility, who's more recent than Highsmith, who has more. uh, He also has a gold jacket that Highsmith doesn't have, right? And Ed Reed all day long around the program as the chief of staff. And the the, the athletes, the players don't give a shit about that stuff anymore. That yeah, stuff it, about guys that used to be good, the guys all over the walls. No, the guys but that's that not what he's saying. This. He's saying that he has front office experience and loves the program. He does. He like, does. He's going to put think, in the effort. He's not saying that because Alonzo Highsmith comes all the no, sudden. No, 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 for sure. I know Alonzo Highsmith has got a great track record, but the problem is he also has those ties to UM, and I feel like that's what's going to be showcased to everybody, and the kids are just going to just fucking blow it off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just – I would like it. It, it makes sense, right. and if and I think it's an upgrade over what we have right now. Absolutely, I don't you know? think the kids are going to blow it off based off of what what marketing is showing. I think the kids will react to the way he interacts with them, and yeah. if he has the skill set to do what you're asking, then he's a a good candidate for the job. And he was actually one of those guys that was rumored to take over the job when they hired Mark Drake. Like when before, right before they hired Mark Drake, he was. One of those guys whose um, name was name in the hat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ed Reed is here part time. He's not. Yeah. Yeah. He's here. He's <laughs> hired, but like he, he has a sweet gig. I mean, he's here. Like, <laughs> just show up and hang out, weird, bro. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it's, it's not the same. So it's just it's it, I. It's just hard to watch, man. It really is. It's just hard to watch. It's unbelievable that we've you know become this 
man, dude, we're pathetic. You know, I'm just straight yeah. up like it's. But, it's so, you need it's, to, I think you need to look in your own conference for how to do it. Look at UNC. You get someone that people know, Mac Brown, and it completely changed that program. That was yeah. a bullshit laughing stock team, yeah. and he showed yeah. up, and now they, you know, get preseason top ten. To me. You need to find one of these coaches that's been at a school forever, done a really good job, and is coming towards the end of the, that that tenure, whatever that big school is. Mm-hmm. And then, hey, come on over to Miami, man. I mean, so that's what they, that's what they did with Mark Rick. <laughs> and it worked. Down. And it worked <laughs> until he until he retired. Wait, how are you going to tell him? What are you going to tell him? Come on, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about what? No, <laughs> But you say Mark Richt, but that's that's the per that was the perfect hire, and the the program was mm-hmm. on the way back up before he left, yeah, and that's yeah. a fact. Yeah, you know what true. I mean? That is but that's true. what I'm saying. Mark Richt was at the end of his rope at Georgia. You bring him over here. Who? Mm-hmm. I, listen, I haven't done the research, but there has to be coaches out there that are that same kind of area where they've been at the school forever. They've had a ton of success, and their time is winding down. I think that's the kind of guy you need to bring. Yeah, we just need an AD. I mean, we got two Temple coaches. We got the two worst Temple coaches that he could have gotten. <laughs> and then what's what's this man's name? Matt, Matt Rule, um, the Carolina coach now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he was the Temple coach. He got hired by Baylor. Look how great Baylor did. And now he's, the, you know, we got the wrong guy again. Yeah, now he's in the NFL. We're still here sniffing, you know, Fredo over here. Um, by the way, if you like uh, Fredo, we uh, LemonCityLive.com slash shop. We got a really nice, I'm smart. I can handle things. Manny Diaz shirt. Um, With your, maybe your greatest photo ever taken. Yeah, it was a pretty good picture. Oh, yeah. like you, can yeah. put, you can submit that to National Geographic, bro. Yeah, just the, 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 <laughs> the wild Manny Diaz in, the, <laughs> in his Manny Diaz in the world. <laughs> just looking. He just looked right at me with like, just this, this thing like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Um, and that's, that's our coach. That's who's leading us. And again, I, I still think I'm not one to – I believe in demotion. I don't think you need to fire the guy. I don't think he would accept a demotion. He's but, tainted, dude. You can't. It's, but I'm just saying the guy does brings – the guy has brought some good stuff. But overall, like, we've been giving that guy the longest leash ever. Randy exactly. Shannon wouldn't get that. Larry Coker wouldn't get that. Al Golden didn't get that. Nobody's gotten as long a leash as damn Manny Diaz, bro. You know? And nobody's embarrassed us as much – as Manny Diaz either. You know what I'm exactly. saying? That's the worst you part. You can't keep that guy in the program. You just yeah. can't do it. <laughs> you got yeah, I agree, man. I mean, those third down blitzes, 12 yards off the ball, it's like no disguise defense. It nah, just, it's not work anymore. Then he he forgot how to be. He forgot how to do defense, like, you know? 30 points down, it just has to go, bro. It's or just... the worst tackling team in the history of football ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. What's uh, 26's name, bro? He's oh, been all, all over ball. Twitter, dude. What? The worst play in football history. <laughs> Gervin Hall. Gervin Hall. What the hell was Gervin Hall doing, dude? He had a like, great has anybody, has he has he, has he like like hey bro? I I thought it was Dennis Aquino and he was time traveling <laughs> and I got confused. You know, did like what's his reasoning for like hey, I'm gonna tackle you? No, I'm not you know, doing the psych at the last second and blocking somebody else. I don't know, I don't care. I just want him to get that number off his jersey. Number 26. <laughs> Should never ever be worn by that guy again, bro. That's true. That's that true. was embarrassing, man. That's true. I, I didn't even thought about the the whole twenty six. You know what, Pam? I know Tenard. I think he's flying right now. He's uh, traveling. I don't know. Is he going to Atlanta or coming back from Atlanta? Um, but I would like to ask him what he thinks about that guy. You know, embarrassing the U there and rocking his boy uh, Sean Taylor's number. Um, anyway, all right. So Canes, man, hard times there. Uh, 
The good thing is they got what is it? Uh, who, who are they playing this week? Central Connecticut State, bro. Oh, well, that's right. That's, that's gonna be a tough game for Manny. <laughs> Knowing him, yep, absolutely. Uh, Gus seems to be having some technical issues here, so he will. You gotta uh, watch out for the Blue Devils, bro. I knew about them when uh, my time at Harvard. It was in the oh, whole weird, like in the, the Northeast, Harvard. where football isn't any good. <laughs> nice little Harvard. All right, so Wonky, what a this uh, Central Mich- What is it? Central S- Connecticut. Central Connecticut. Yes. Yeah, okay. What's uh? What's uh? Are, are, can you confidently say we're going to win this game? No matter who's the quarterback, or you are you legit scared? Am yeah. I hitting the panic alarm here for you? <laughs> no, we're we're gonna win. I mean, even if the coaches don't show up and the players just like freestyle, we're gonna win. It's just we have that much more talent. My hope okay. is to make it competitive enough. All right, Central Connecticut State, whatever university, um, where they're like, you know what, Manny Diaz needs to go, yeah. and I hope he gets fired by that game. <laughs> that's just my that's that's my wish. That's what so I'm hoping. If that's your wish, then you want them to lose the game. It's a real. It is what it is. They lost. Let's go fire Manny Diaz. Yeah, Get there's no. Fight. Yeah, if they lose that game, there's no way he survives. Let's do. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, I'm all for it. I could definitely. Uh, I could definely. <laughs> I could definitely get down Dude, with that. Honestly, as long as FSU keeps being worse, I think he's gonna keep his job. <laughs> That's the worst thing right now, dude. Yeah, I think FSU is the only reason he's still here. FSU <laughs> is. Playing... I don't understand how they could be that much worse. Unbelievable. FSU is stuck because they're still pay- paying Willie Taggart. Yeah. And they're paying uh, this guy, Norvell, now, which I think he's a good coach. You got to give him at least five years. You know, I'm being sarcastic, that guy. But But I'm just saying, like, it's just weird that, like, if FSU wins one, beats Jacksonville State or whatever, (laughs) I think Manny Diaz is gone. Because you can't, at that point, be like, oh, no, look. (laughs) And it's the same thing, like you said, with the Dolphins. Like, I think everyone's not panicking all the way with the Dolphins because the Jets are just fucking garbage. And they're going to be so much worse than the Dolphins, no matter how bad the Dolphins are, that you'll be like, at least we're not the Jets. <laughs> Bro, I heard That's some true. interesting audio. Did you hear um, the uh, – oh, it was Robert Salad, Salah, Sal- whatever his name is, the mm-hmm. coach, after the game with Zach Wilson. Salad. He was telling him, he's like, hey, look, you know, apparently the issue with Zach Wilson is he's um, he's – He's trying to make every play look cool, you know, and he's just getting himself. He he doesn't know. According to Salah, he said he doesn't. He's got to play some boring football, you know, because boring football is going to get you the wins. That's what he said in the press conference. Apparently, this guy's too. You know, I'm just going to go out there, gunslinger, bro. I'm going to make some plays. Yeah. You know, I'm going to scramble out of the pocket and sling it across the field sixty yards, and then you know, yeah, he happen. did it in shorts, and everyone creamed their pants, and now he's like, well, I got to do that every week. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. How is he complaining about this guy being a gunslinger? He he obviously was that in college too. Yeah. You drafted him. You had to have known what you were getting. Hold on, hold on. What's going on with our boy Cap over here, bro? Gentlemen, just wanted to say hi and bye. Gotta slip my wrist with the butter knife. Guys, take care, <laughs> oh. safe, and good night, everyone. I guess it's the don't, Canes. Don't talk. do that. Yeah, or, don't do that. Or dude. dolphins or both. Yeah. Because- ah, hard times for our fans here. <laughs> um, oof. It's a bad one there, bro. Um, yeah. Hey, I wanted to give a shout out, a big thank you to our friend, MJ Acosta. Good friend of ours, uh, frequent guest of the show, yeah. the host of NFL Network's Total Access. Uh, if you check out her social media, she gave us out a nice shout out. And she's rocking our ball and grandma's uh, T-shirt that, uh, that, we, that, uh, that, that we sent her. And a uh, big thank you for that. So if you want your own shirt. Again, LemonCityLive.com slash shop. We got some nice stuff, man. Somebody buy something. I worked hard on those. We all collaborated. It's a team effort here, bro. Hook us up, man. 
Um, but anyway, big thank you to MJ Acosta for that. I wanted to make sure we got that out there. We didn't even talk about Inter Miami finally looking like they're supposed to look. Like every team in this fucking <laughs> no, it was, that's state true. was horseshit except for the University of Florida. That's it. And yeah. they lost, and they were still the best team in the state. They lost. FSU lost. UM oh. lost. FIU lost. Um, for me personally, Auburn lost a tough game. Like it was all L's for me this weekend. Just straight oh, up. Seriously. In my Inter face. Miami finally, you know, came back to reality 4 1. Although they're playing tomorrow. Who are they playing tomorrow? Uh, Do you know? Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure they've never beat. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Good and, they're, and they're missing both center backs. Got yellow card accumulation suspensions last game. Oh, God. <laughs> Inter Miami, bro. Team. Hard times, hard times. Team, bro. I can't. <laughs> Everyone, well, congratulations on the Marlins keeping us afloat. Insane, you know they got a Except couple yeah, of wins. They're like five hundred million games under five hundred. Oh. <laughs> oh. we had to happened? wait. They had to wait to be eliminated from the playoffs. Start winning games. <laughs> What's happened, man? What has happened? It's a hard time here, bud. Gotta get the heat back. Oh God, yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. Well, basketball training camp starts next week, right? That's the one that Ben Simmons said he's not going to report to. Oh. Yeah. What a clown. Right. So we got that to look forward to. All right. So we got some good stuff. Yeah, um, all right. I think uh, I think we're good. I think it's been a solid show. Uh, Cap, hopefully, uh, thanks for chiming in there at the end. And uh, Taylor, <laughs> Nestor, everybody else who commented, Jonathan. Shout, shout out to Taylor for taking that fantasy football L. Oh, oh throw, yeah. him in the, throw him in his honorary pit. Oh, yes. Where is it? Where is it? The on the Taylor Richmond Memorial Pit. Here you go, Taylor. Oh, no. There you go. Throw him in the pit, dude. Taking the L. Let me throw myself in the pit. Let me go join you. Oh, no. Oh, dude, Man. put me in there. I had oh, the low. You. Oh, no. There scored you. 89 points. Yeah, the worst showing in the league, bro. So bad. <laughs> you were. The, you know what, bro? Gus, did you win? Yeah, I beat okay. Taylor. Oh, that's right. You beat Taylor. The rest of us. Hated it. Complete trash, bro. We in have my, in nothing. In my other league, I lost because I benched Derrick Henry. How about that? Now I'm the real phony here. Oh, oh my god! Oh, damn, dude, son of a bitch, Taylor. <laughs> I need my butter knife, <laughs> dude. Hard times, man. There for you, bro. Yeah, you know what, Achilles? Yeah. Oh no! You, you deserve it, Double dude. Double pitted up. 100%. Double pitted, bro. One hundred percent deserve it. Yeah, man. That's that's a bad look, bro. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, Gus, you didn't give me any uh, on these days nuggies today, bro. You told me oh, you had man, some. Oh, man, I completely forgot. I you I are the worst. Oh, man. <laughs> Phony, you know? We're all phonies. All oh, phonies over here. This, I guess, I don't know. What is this? Yes! Yeah, I forgot. That we had my embarrassing <laughs> Tano video, dude. Oh, no, see, man. Now, you're, now you just cemented yourself as the number one phony today because For that'll real. be that'll live in infamy that you did not play that when he was on the I show. made that. Juanqui, I made that video for Dono when he was on the show. Was it last week or the week before? Two weeks ago, I think. Two weeks ago. He was on the show, came and joined us, hung out. We had a good time. I made that video especially for him to play it while he was on the show. And I played it as soon as he left because I forgot. <laughs> As soon as he left the show, I was like, oh, and I was just dumb stricken like an idiot, you know? I'm a moron. I'm the worst. I'm an awful human being, man. I'm not good at this stuff. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Somebody go buy a shirt. Make me feel better. Uh, Why are you trashing yourself so hard, dude? <laughs> Bro, it's been a bad week, man. It's been a bad week. Every team let me down. My fantasy teams let me down. Like, I, I didn't. I need a dub, bro. I need a dub. 
but you, you know, it's the championship game in fantasy yeah. baseball. So, oh yes, my fantasy baseball, Juanky. I'm sorry, you. Uh, I was looking forward to playing you. I was also most scared of your team out of everybody else's team in the league. I'm not gonna lie, you had like I don't know how many players in the top 25 on your starting lineup. It was disgusting. Um, yeah, I just want to forget. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to think about it. <laughs> I don't know uh, what's. Uh, let's see, what's my current right? Last check, I was five five. I mean, it's only Tuesday, so we'll see. But right now, as it stands, up to the minute, I'm down six seven to Trevor's bedtime story. So I don't know who that guy is, but fuck him. I'm gonna kick his ass, and I'm gonna get my first ever <laughs> baseball dynasty baseball uh, championship, bro. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Um, Achilles, we're gonna do Friday. Can we do Friday? Maybe. I'm, oh, I'm not the one who can't do Fridays, bro. Don't. All right, all right. give me a little. Like, oh, are you going to be available on Friday? That's on y'all. Don't I'm just checking. I'm just checking. You know, <laughs> you're the anchor here. You're the anchor. Um, all right. If in case we can't do, it, give me, give me one cu- couple uh, minutes here of F1, just in case. What do we got? Oh well, we're coming back off the break from yes. Monza, going to Sochi. Wonky Monza. Just know it's the Temple of Speed. That's okay. nickname. The, the <laughs> That's track. the nickname. Yeah, the Write track that down. Write that down. That's the track. That's the track in Italy. All right. So if someone asks <laughs> anything about Formula One, just say, "Oh yeah, Monza," and you'll look really cool when you say that. Okay. M O N Z A. All right. Which so, was an absolute shit show. More crashes with Hamilton and Max. Yep. Other crashes. It was an. It was as good a race as there's. I've been able to watch as yes. my early time is a <laughs> F1 fan, bro. From from qualifying to the sprint to the race, it was just pure fucking chaos. Nomination from oh both us. Great it. memes. Dude, uh, it was insane. Like I said, there were so many like crashes and just cars breaking and oh penalties here. It was just like insanity the entire time. So wait, what's your uh, fandom counter at? Like, how many months in are you now? You were like, you know, best F1 fan, two weeks running. You know, you for a total of two weeks, yeah. you're it's, you're it's, probably it's like more, at two, like two to three months. Year, I'll look up, uh, I'll, I'll look at the, the schedule. Okay. Because it's because it was right after Monaco. Yeah. I think it was right after Monaco that we started getting the into The first it. one I watched, yeah, was, was Azerbaijan, was Baku. Okay. So, man, look at that, dude. We've been, we're pretty proud over here, bro. We've been <laughs> F1 fans for like a solid two months. You know, yeah, but again, with all the crashes, nothing really changed in the leaderboard. It's still super tight with Max and Hamilton because they keep smashing each other to bits and no one's getting an edge. (laughs) Tell him, bro. It's gonna be so we'll see now in Russia. We'll see who can maybe not get crashed and actually pull away. What's the uh start time for the race? Do you know? It's gonna probably be around the same time, maybe a little bit earlier because that is further west. That's what I was, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Excuse me. Uh, let's see, race. Oh, and. And yeah. and on this day in oh, 1991, we <laughs> All right. USA Basketball announces the dream team for the 1992 Olympics. Oh, like that. Mm. that you know what? That is not even an on this day. You know what? That gets a little extra. That's a little spicy sports nugget there. So, man, what was the one deal. I sent you guys about Max Scherzer? He's played 10 games and has a sub one era oh, disgusting. And is undefeated bro like how is that fair like i understand there's no salary cap but there needs to be something in place in baseball where the fucking dodgers can't just get max scherzer like, it's <laughs> unbelievable, dude. it is it's pretty gross i have a good one for you though let me see i'm trying to it's oh, man where is it while you're looking for that Give me on this one. day there we go rapid fire in, in 1988 <laughs> uh-huh. mike tyson 
smashes a TV camera outside of his Bernardsville, New Jersey home. Ooh, look at that. That's the least cool. violent thing he probably ever did in his life. Yeah. <laughs> then he probably ate its children. Um, yeah, man. Hey, I got a I got a spicy sports. So I came across this right before the show. This was almost my juice of the week, but General Booty was just undefeated. Okay. <laughs> General Booty was undefeated. But check this out, dude. So the vice president of Suriname. Oh, okay? yes. Did you hear this? Yes. Yeah. Did you hear this? Wonky. Get a load of this. All right. The vice president of Suriname, who is 60 years old. Okay. He's also the uh, owner of a team, uh, that a uh, soccer team. He basically Roger Dorned himself. He said, hey, I'm activating myself. I'm 60 years old, and I'm going to play in a CONCACAF league game against Olympia tonight. 60 years old, and he's taking the pitch for the team he owns, he dude. Owns? <laughs> the team he owns at 60. And if you look at the picture of him, oh, it's oh, glorious. Yeah. It yeah. is glorious. I, I, I'm seeing that like blow up on Twitter a little bit, and I saw something else that's like, oh, another fun fact. He's like wanted by Interpol. Like if he ever left, oh, really? Off, he would get arrested. Oh, like shit. he's the kind of person who would own a soccer team and play himself at 60 years old. Wow, <laughs> nice. Let me see. Hold on, I think I can pull up the picture here. Let me see so I can so I can give a little visual it's because a, it, it was a really good. I saw that today. It was really funny. <laughs> right, it's so nice. Hold on, he, here it is. Concacaf, bro. <laughs> 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 and Olympia is a good team. Where they um, they're from. Oh, or... I think so. Yeah, America. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Here we go. Look That's at this. They're from Costa Rica. Juanqui, okay. look at this guy. That guy is playing soccer tonight. Six years old. I like how he gave himself sixty-one or sixty-seven. I'm not sure on the uniform. I think it's there. one. Sixty-one. That's a one. That's a solid one right there, bro. That guy captaining, is just... captaining also. Yeah. Oh yeah. He said, "You, you take." Oh, that's right. I didn't even notice he's got the armband on. This guy is amazing, dude. Jesus Christ! What a character, man, dude. Is... Like, so it's wow. it's it's Roger Dorn. That's all it is, you know. He's like, yeah, bro. I'm just gonna activate myself and uh, you know play third base tonight, bringing it back. You know, that's that's impressive, bro. That's gonna be on on Ted. Get ready. That's season three of Ted Lasso right there. When Ted <laughs> takes the pitch next season, you know, Suriname <laughs> as the Suriname national team coach, and he has to deal with this guy. He's it's gonna the be villain. awesome, dude. It's gonna be wonderful. That was great. Thank you, uh, Vice President of Suriname. I don't even know, you know, much else about the guy, but that's that was that was the winner there. Close. You can see why it almost beat General Booty, but General Booty undefeated. <laughs> All time. You know? All time. All right time. There. And on this day, oh, here we go. One more. We're fitting in, This this one's for Achilles Duke oh, of yes. Wellington. In in eleven ninety two, English King Richard the First, the Lionhearted, was captured by Leopold the Fifth, Duke of Austria. How about that? Wow. Lionheart. Look at that, bro. Yeah. Did you think you were going to come on here and just talk canes? Did you think you were just going to come on here and talk canes and not get educated here, bro? How about that? Richard I is a phony, according to Achilles. (laughs) What? What? I said he's a phony, bro. Like, oh, oh, I I united England, blah, blah, blah. You know how that guy died? He was just riding his horse, like, around to the castle, and some kid randomly shot a crossbow and fucking killed him. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. And that's why Austria has two races in Formula One now. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, man. Look at that. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Oh, Taylor's blowing up the, the chat here. <laughs> Look at me. I'm yeah. the captain now. <laughs> there you go, bro. Leopold V, also known as the Red Bull. 
Look at that. Oh, the Red Bull. Huh? Yeah, I just made that up. That's okay. not true. <laughs> that was too coincidental right there. That was pretty good, though. Nicely done. That would have been great. All right. That's our cue to get out of here, bro. That's where we're, we've, we're trying to cram man. in. I can give you more phonies and bullies on ancient fucking generals if we, we want to go down right, that we'll, route. We'll bro. save it for the next one. We'll save it for the next one here. I got to get the imagery ready. Uh, Wonky, big thanks, bro. Thanks for sticking out with us. Uh, I don't know if you had plans. I saw that the Madden game behind you already ended. Oh, did uh, he win? Did he win? He must have lost because he usually says something to the guy when he <laughs> oh, okay. just like stormed out. Yeah. Was he playing with the Ravens? That's what it looked like. Is he a Ravens guy? Honestly, I'm not even sure. Probably. I haven't played. I play Madden, but I just do the, the, the franchise mode by myself. I've been in, you know, building my Dolphins dynasty. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Uh, but I haven't done the online in a while. Monkey and I used to throw down on some Madden games online back in the day, bro. Used oh, to be man, a nice. pretty intense. Super. But he's a PlayStation guy now, so he's got no friends, and you know, I'll just stay on <laughs> Xbox. Uh, Wagi, you didn't think you were going to come on here, talk uh, canes, and get educated on on all the things you got educated on. You found <laughs> out about geography, ancient history, Suriname politics. You found out a lot, you know. <laughs> so, congrats, congrats on that. Uh, thanks again for hanging out with us, dude. You're more than welcome to join us again whenever you want. You obviously know way too much about hurricanes football and stuff that uh, you shouldn't but bro i'm proud of you keep it going gus thank you as always great show uh big thank you to everybody who participated in the chat big thanks to achilles big thank you to five reasons sports network for being our streaming partner and letting us broadcast on their youtube page uh big thank you again to mj acosta for hooking us up if you want any of the shirts that we talked about on today's show go to lemoncitylive.com slash shop hit us up Good times there. You can get that I'm Smart Fredo shirt, and you can get the, the sweet Ball and Grandma since 1988 shirt. Uh, again, thank you to everybody for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time. Adios, muchachos. Say goodbye, everybody. I wrote a song about it. Like the kid, here go. Live every Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Records played on Wednesday. <laughs> Lemon City. La, 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 la. I'm always happy to jump on with uh, my favorite Lemonheads.